new minimally invasive and image-guided diagnostic and treatment techniques are transforming our ability to treat patients who require complex brain and spinal surgery. Joining us today to talk about the innovations in neurosurgery and what is available at Maimonides are Dr. Amit Schwartz, the Director of Neurosurgery, and Dr. Daniel Zamofin, the Director of Vascular Neurosurgery. This is Mimo Med Talk. I'm your host, Caitlin White. So doctors, let's start off hearing a bit about who each of you are and what you do. I'll have you go first, Dr. Schwartz. So my name is Amit Schwartz. I'm the Director of Neurosurgery at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn. My division consists of all fellowship-trained neurosurgeons with expertise in the various subspecialties of neurosurgery. So that includes spine, herniated disc, stenosis, brain tumors, pituitary tumors. We manage hydrocephalus, various facial pain syndromes like trigeminal neuralgia, We do a fair amount of skull-based surgery, which is deep tumors and pathologies of the brain. And we also have a very large subdivision of vascular and endovascular neurosurgery that deals with the blood vessels of the brain. And Dr. Zmofen, tell us a bit about you. So my name is Daniel Zmofen. I'm the chief of vascular neurosurgery here at Maimonides. Vascular surgeons are doctors that treat disorders of the blood vessels in your brain or your spinal cord, such as a stroke or brain aneurysms. In fact, here at Maimonides, we have one of only two comprehensive stroke centers in Brooklyn. Comprehensive means that we have the highest degree of certification by the government. In fact, the federal government ranked us as a top hospital in the entire United States for our outstanding stroke survival rates. For you, it basically means that we have the latest and most advanced treatment methods available 24-7. For instance, we have the very new uh, clot buster medication that dissolves blood clots in your brain before permanent damage occurs. We also have a state-of-the-art biplane x-ray suit for mechanical thrombectomy. This minimally invasive technology allows us to remove even very large blood clots from your brain with a small snare that we get there from inside the blood vessels from a small puncture site at the level of your groin. I nowadays see many patients that come in unconscious or that cannot move or cannot talk. And with these new treatment methods, uh, many patients, in fact, start talking or moving still in the operating room as soon as we remove the clot from their brain. And happy us or happy patients, many of these patients then return home while being neurologically normal. Now, Dr. Zamofin, what are a couple things that are exciting you right now in the world of minimally invasive and image-guided diagnostics? So... I like technology a lot, and I really think that technology has so much changed over the last 10 years in neurosurgery. For instance, nowadays I do have a software tool that allows me to extract the information from your MRI and to create a 3D model of your brain or your spinal cord. Uh, This 3D model, I can then visualize it on my computer, turn it around, study it, until I really understand where exactly your brain tumor is located. This 3D model also allows me to simulate my procedures. 
In fact, until I really understand and find a way to safely remove the brain tumor from your brain. Then during surgery, um, we have the technology, the computers that track my instruments during surgery and projects it into that 3D model. You can think of it like a GPS system for neurosurgeons when they work inside your brain. I also think that over the last years, uh, there has been a really big change of culture in neurosurgery or in surgery in general. Uh, think nowadays it's all about patient safety, especially here at Maimonides. And in fact, we follow safety protocols and checklists very similar to a pilot flying a large passenger aircraft. I think all these things have made brain surgery much safer for our patients. And Dr. Schwartz, how about you? What are you excited about these days? So since Dr. Zumvon covered a lot of our technology available for the brain, I will mention a few things with regards to the spine. I could tell you we've been doing spine surgery for many years, but we're not doing spine surgery like we were doing 15, 20 years ago. The technology we have now is quite incredible. We now, once patients are asleep, able to take an image of their entire spine in three dimension once they're asleep. And essentially that data goes into the computer that essentially is guiding our entire operation uh, through this technology, which means any screw going into the spine is now navigated by the computer, which makes our surgeries, A, much safer, as now all the hardware is going in with a much higher degree of precision for that specific spine. It is happening much quicker because of the technology we have, the incisions are much smaller. And once all the hardware is in the spine, we can now re-image in three-dimension the spine to make sure everything is perfect before we close any incisions or wake the patient up. So that minimizes the risk of a patient waking up and then having to bring them back to the operating room to revise part of the operation that is not perfect. And this was not available, you know, several years ago. And the technology just gets better and better. Things are just more and more precise. And that leads to shorter operations, smaller incisions, quicker recovery, less blood loss for the patient, and better patient outcomes. And Dr. Schwartz, that leads me into my next question. How are all of these options really better for patients? What have you seen change? So there's no question now that patients have shorter anesthesia times and much quicker recoveries. For the same operation done several years ago, patients may have several weeks of pain after surgery. And now I see patients after surgery in my office and their recovery is so much quicker. They require less pain medication and they get back to their prior life and their jobs so much faster than they used to be. And they're essentially doing better and long-term, they do better as well with less issues of other parts of the spine, what we call adjacent level disease. When you do too much surgery, it puts at risk the part of the spine next to where you just operated. But now that things are so much less invasive, we see a lot less of that. And patients overall are just doing better. And Dr. Schwartz, we'll stick with you for the last question here. What should patients do or consider if they or a loved one are diagnosed with a brain or a spinal condition that requires surgery like this? So I think for me, from a patient perspective, the most important thing is to understand that the majority of the time, 
the procedure you may need is not an emergency, that you need to take time to consider your options. If a patient feels that they are being pressured into an operation to book a surgery with that specific surgeon, that should be a red flag. Patients, most of the time, have the luxury of leaving the office, thinking of what their recommendation is, consider whether they have enough trust and whether they need a second opinion, because I encourage second opinions. I see many patients in second opinion who are recommended surgery, and many of them I manage non-operatively. Whether it's a brain tumor that is benign and can be watched, that there's no urgency to remove right now, whether it's a spine problem that I think can resolve itself over time without surgery or with a less invasive surgery. So patients should take the time to figure out whether this is something they really need to do urgently or they have more time to think about it. I think that's number one. Number two is in our institution, we really have only one mission, and that's our patient. Our number one focus and mission is purely on the patient's safety and outcome. And because that is our only mission, we put together a team for every surgery that we feel will maximize the patient's outcome. And that often involves two attending neurosurgeons, and that may be me and Dr. Zumafon operating together to ensure that there's the highest level of skill in, for that particular surgery so the patient has the best chance of doing well. So I think where you have your surgery done, who will be operating on you other than the one surgeon you're meeting is an important fact that the patient should be aware of. Dr. Zumafan, you may want to discuss one of the patients we recently did together. Yes, thank you, Amita. In fact, that reminds me of a recent case we did surgery together. It was the case of a very deep-seated uh, benign brain tumor. I think in many centers, this tumor would have been removed through a very large uh, skin incision covering most of the patient's head, in fact. Here at Maimonides, I teamed up with Dr. Schwartz, and we applied a very advanced, minimally invasive and imaging-guided methods and we succeeded in removing that brain tumor through a small skin incision hidden within the eyebrow. Uh, the patient left the operating room with only a little bandage and discharged the following day. He had already fully recovered. So I really think that here at Maimonides, we really can team up also attending brain surgeons working together for the same case, on the same case and combining techniques I feel this greatly increases safety, and this certainly leads to better results for our patients. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Zamofen, any last thoughts to wrap up here? So, last words. I think in neurosurgery, many things are non-urgent, as Dr. Schwartz said. However, stroke is very different. There, every minute counts. I think that if you or someone you know develops a sudden weakness in your face or in your extremity, he may very well have developed a stroke. In that case, I really urge you to call 911, and I really urge you to have this patient transferred to a comprehensive stroke center, such as here at Maimonides. I know that not all centers have all the technology 24-7 available, 
And as I said, this really can make a difference. Great. And Dr. Schwartz, was there anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I think that there is a great fear in many patients about neurosurgery, whether it's the brain or the spine. Just thinking you may need brain surgery or you may need spine surgery elicits a deep fear in patients. But I want to reassure patients that in the right hands, brain surgery and spine surgery can be very, very safe and patients can do very well. This is not brain and spine surgery of 20 years ago or 30 years ago. We're in a new world right now, and patients can do very well with their surgery, and they should, while some fear before surgery is normal, they should be reassured that there has been a revolution making brain and spine surgery much safer than it used to be. Absolutely. Well, that's always good to hear. Thank you so much, doctors, for taking some time to be with us and tell us about what's going on in the Maimonides Neurosurgery Department. Find out more about us online at mimo.org. This has been Mimo Med Talk. I'm your host, Caitlin White. Stay well. Stay well.